0: welcome to miss lyrics poetry outlaws i'm your host katherine owen poetry it makes nothing happen and that's a beautiful thing word musicians we are back to the joy graham anthology we have a couple more pieces out of it this week and a few for next week So here's another short quote from her introduction, where she says that this is a book, in the end, about the nature and force of poetry itself. She said she wanted her selections free to tell the story of how that force has rippled, burned danced, clenched, raged, argued, persuaded, and generally exploded through one remarkable language over a thousand years of its usage. It really matters that great poems get written, crackles the wise remark attributed to Ezra Pound, and it doesn't matter, damn, who writes them. Well, maybe so, maybe not. I think uh, John Berryman, whose poem we're going to read today, his probably most famous and well-known dream song, Dream Song 29. Uh, Did it matter that he wrote it and not anybody else? Well, I don't know if anybody else could have written it. Uh, He was the one going through psychoanalysis. He was the one whose father had committed suicide in front of him at age 12. Uh, He was the one that was able to do all these strange dislocations of syntax. You'll find lines like and more, and weeping, sleepless, and all them time. So he uses a strange, demotic uh, discourse language. Uh, He uses uh, inversions, like often he reckons in the dawn them up, instead of he reckons them up in the dawn. So he's trying to dislocate our smooth sense of lexical reality, because these are dream poems. And he's not dealing with regular everyday truth. He's dealing with what lies dark and deep beneath. And a lot of it surrounds in these three stanzas of six lines each, a sense of guilt, shame, anxiety, that you're always complicit and guilty. And it's about depression. It's got um rhymes in it of time and chime and half rhymes with mind and he's got a lot of uh, short words did found up he's got a resonance with blind thinking the little cough the odor nobody's missing all these mm connections and um discombobulations and ampersands in lieu of the word and um we have this image of the hacking of the body up at the in the third stanza at the end and in a way the way he uses syntax and and punctuation and you know these chopped up um, sentences are a way of, of hacking, of trying to get to the heart of something that is probably untranslatable and unknowable and jars the very psyche and a stable sense of self. So this is John Berryman with number 29 from the Dream Songs. Oh, and also the Persona Henry. How could I fail to mention Henry? Henry is John Berryman's alter ego in the Dream Songs, and he frequently recurs as this shameful, guilty, lonely figure that can't quite figure his life out and doesn't know what his place uh, in existence is. But somehow in the exploration of the subconscious and in the Telling through these resonantly weird pieces, he's claiming a sense of identity and power. John Berryman, Dream Song Number 29. There sat down once a thing on Henry's heart so heavy. If he had a hundred years and more and weeping sleepless and all them time, Henry could not make good. Starts again always in Henry's ears, the little cough somewhere, an odor, a chime. And there is another thing he has in mind, like a grave Sienese face a thousand years would fail to blur the still profiled reproach of. Ghastly, with open eyes, he attends, blind. All the bells say, too late. This is not for tears, thinking. But never did Henry, as he thought he did, end anyone and hacks her body up and hide the pieces where they may be found. He knows. He went over everyone, and nobody's missing. Often he reckons in the dawn them up. Nobody is ever missing. You've been listening to Ms. Lyrics Poetry Outlaws. Stay fierce, word musicians.